Good morning. As many of you know, I am a big soccer fan. I love soccer. I played soccer. I still try a little bit. But I watch soccer and I follow soccer all over the world. One thing I realized after seeing so many great soccer players, I've seen a lot of them. Whenever their coaches were interviewed about what made this player great, most of their coaches will start by saying, he was such a humble person. That's generally the very first statement that would come out of the mouth of many coaches. He was such a, I mean, a humble person. It was all about his humility. He was humble enough to acknowledge whom he is, and he was humble enough to accept corrections. He was humble enough to submit himself to whatever he was being asked to do. And in that act of humility, such a person turns out to be a great player. And I'm sure this happens in every field of life, not just in soccer, but I believe in our business life, in our church life or everything. Many a time, one of the ways we define a successful person, a great man or woman, is by saying that he was such a humble person. And what does that tell you? Humility allows us to flourish. Humility allows the grace of God to work in our lives. Humility opens us up, and then we embrace all the plans that God has for us. And humility makes us great. It does not make us weak. It makes us great. That's what humility does. And that's what was pointed out in the first reading to today, taken from the book of Sirach. Chapter 3, verses 17 and 18. It says, Humble yourself and you will find favor before God. The more humble you are, the greater that you are. That's what the book of Sirach told us this morning. That when we humble ourselves, we find favor before God. And when the more humble that we are, the greater that we are in life. That tells you the value of the virtue of humility. And humility is what our world is seeking for at this moment. Especially when you look at our contemporary world where everything is about I, everything is about me. I am greater than every person. I am the superman. I am the one whom every person must listen to. We need to stop. We need to take a pause. We need to reflect. So if you don't go home with anything today from this mass, just go home with the fact that you're going to reflect on the book of Sirach, chapter 3, verses 17 and 18, and find out your place when it comes to humility. 
especially remembering that when you are humble, God's grace is made manifest in your life, and you become greater when you are humble. God gives us a perfect example of what humility is all about, and this is made very evident in the life of our Savior, Jesus Christ, the man hanging on the cross that we are looking at at this moment. St. Paul, in his letter to the Philippians, chapter 2, from verse 6 to 11, made it very clear to us. Though he was God, he did not allow his equality with God. Rather, what did he do? He didn't grasp at it. He emptied himself and took the form of a slave and became human like us. And then he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, death on a cross. That's Jesus Christ, showing us a perfect example of what humility is all about. It's about submitting yourself totally to the will of the Father, is accepting that you are human, is accepting that you are dependent on God, and it is accepting that you are also dependent on one another. And that's a perfect example that Jesus gave to us, being humble enough to accept death, even death on a cross. And the same Jesus is now inviting you and I to follow in his footsteps. He is inviting us to be like him. And that is why in the Gospel of St. Matthew, chapter 11, verse 29, what did he tell us? Jesus says, learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart. Learn from me. It's an invitation for us to be like him. It's an invitation for us to learn from our master, it's an invitation for us as Christians, as men and women who are baptized to be like Jesus, who has called us into the family of God. Learning from him to be humble, learning from him to accept the will of the Father and to submit ourselves to the will of the Father at every given time. Humility makes us better. Humility makes us great. Humility opens the door of God's favor for all of us. When we are proud, we are sending out a message. And the message that we are sending out is, I am superhuman. I am another God. I don't need you. I don't need God. I can always do it by myself. That's a lie. You can never do it by yourself. You have to depend on God, and you have to depend on your brothers and sisters, and it is only a humble person who can do this. And that is when your life improves, your life becomes better, you will be able to achieve your greatness by being humble and submitting to the will of God. 
So as we approach the sacrament of the Holy Eucharist this morning, my dear friends, may we ask our Savior Jesus Christ, who feeds us with his body and blood, to give us the courage to be able to learn from him that no matter where we have found ourselves, no matter the position we have attained in our lives, no matter what we have acquired for ourselves in our lives, that we will always remain men and women of humility. Men and women who know that without God we are nothing and that it is only by God's grace that we are what we are and whom we are and be humble enough to acknowledge the presence of God in our lives and at the same time acknowledge the presence of our brothers and sisters in our lives. May we ask him to continue to guide and direct us so that the kingdom of God that we are preparing to be, the kingdom of God that the letter to the Hebrews talked about in the second reading will be ours, where we will gather with all the saints and angels and sing praises to the Father who is our Father and who loves and cares for us at all times. Remember, be humble, and God's grace will always be upon you. Remember, the humbler you are, the greater you are in life. May God continue to bless and show us the way. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen.